start things off? Yeah, uh, guys, appreciate uh, you joining uh, the conference and, and covering uh, our program and covering the, the hire of the offensive coordinator position. Um, very excited to have John McNulty join our football program as offensive coordinator. Uh, very, very um, great reputation uh, as a person, as a coach. He's got knowledge of Rutgers football in New Jersey, former players, uh, supporters of our program. Uh, it was a very um, long search, uh, looking for a number of things. I wanted to find a, a guy that could be a leader, uh, a guy that could develop coaches, develop players, uh, had to complete the command and knowledge of, of the offense and, and uh, all positions. Uh, he can continue to build an offensive package around the personnel that's in our program right now. And I just felt when we looked at uh, all the factors and, and all the boxes that we were trying, trying to check, I uh, kept coming back to John. Uh, I did not know John when I, when I started uh, the search. Uh, just had several people uh, reach out and recommend him to me. Uh, so I decided to make a phone call to him. And just one thing led to another. The more and more that I talked to him and researched him and had people uh, tell me about him, I just thought it was a great fit. And uh, very excited that he's on our campus and our program and helping lead our offense uh, down the road. John, if you want to proceed with uh, a brief opening statement. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. I just uh, I'm excited to be back. I obviously, uh, followed the program extensively uh, in the years since I left, and you know I feel somewhat invested in it. You know I think uh, when we were here. Uh, we were here at a, a, kind of a smaller time and we were able to kind of get it over the top and I've always followed it with great passion uh, and I really uh, thought that the direction of the program and the progress made between year one and two here uh, was definitely more than trending in the right direction. I thought that the players uh, were played hard. I thought they supported each other. Um, they uh, looked like a tight unit and a good group of, of of players and, and I, I saw progress, you know, from the team and was excited about it. So when this opportunity uh, sort of emerged, as, as Coach Ash said, we did not uh, know each other. But the longer the, the process went on, the more I got to know <clears throat> Coach Ash, uh, the more impressed I was with the vision for the program, uh, the direction that it's heading in. Um, you know, everybody wants it to get to the finish line like yesterday, but uh, I, I think. Um, Coach Ash is definitely pushing and pulling uh, the program in the right direction along with Pat Hobbs and everybody here at Rutgers. And so, um, you know, when the opportunity was there, I was, I was uh, excited about it, and I'm, I'm more than happy, obviously, that it worked out. Okay, great. Guys, we're going to open up for questions. Uh, first question coming from Sam Helmet. Hey, uh, my question is for Coach McNulty. Uh, Coach, how, how would you describe your offensive philosophy and how you want to apply that to the Rutgers personnel? Well, uh, you know, I think, number one, Sam, the biggest thing was uh, the, the overall theme is protect the football, protect the quarterback, run the football, you know. And so whatever you get into scheme-wise, uh, that, those are the number one kind of principles we have to live by. You know, we didn't get the quarterback hit sacked a whole lot when we were last year. We didn't get them hit a whole lot last year in, in, with the Chargers either. The turnovers are the number one thing that gets you beat. And in the end, running the football is the only way to win in this conference. And it also leads to great play-action shots down the field. So those are kind of the underlying principles of all of it. But, you know, football has changed. And I think, uh, you know, 
for instance, when we went to the Chargers in, in 16, the charge was get Phillip under center more because he was in the gun the whole, the whole game. You know, people kind of have a misconception that pro and college football are really that far off other than the quarterback running the ball, you know, however many times is, is best for your personnel and, and running sort of the RPOs rather than just call the play action. It's really the same thing. People are spreading you out tip to tip, making you defend the whole field, trying to create not your problems uh, on the outside and trying to create space to run the ball. I mean, packing everybody in anymore doesn't, it's not working at any level. So, you know, I think it'll be a good mix of kind of what we did uh, at the Chargers, a version of that, uh, some things that we did when I was in Tennessee with Marcus Mariota as a, as a rookie, and I got to study that system extensively out in Oregon. And so, uh, and it will also kind of, you know, obviously lean towards accentuating the positives of our personnel as well. Our next question is Keith Sargent. Hey, John, congratulations. Um, my Thank question you. is for, is, is for uh, uh, Chris. Um, we, we, obviously, John has an extensive um, you know, background in, in, in coaching quarterbacks. How important was it to get someone who you know, is a you know, quarterback whisperer, so to speak, someone who's really going to be able to hone in and, and get the best out of your quarterback? Uh, well, I'll be honest, I don't know too many quarterback whisperers. Uh, I do know some quarterback coaches, and I think John uh, falls in that category as is, is a really good quarterback coach and developer of uh, quarterbacks. Uh, that was first and foremost that we needed to make sure because of the youth on our, our uh, roster and just uh, the way the quarterback position has been the last few years at Rutgers, we needed a guy that could develop those guys. Uh, the other part of it, though, that was very important, uh, or I should say was attractive about John, wasn't just that he's coached quarterbacks, but he's coached wideouts, he's coached tight ends, he's coached, he's coached multiple positions on the offense. And uh, that's very important to be able to get quarterbacks and wide receivers and other skilled positions on the same page in the passing game. Uh, with the guy that's coached all of them, uh, I think that helps uh, tremendously. Uh, and that's really what made John uh, more attractive than some other guys is he wasn't just a quarterback coach, albeit a very good one. He's got knowledge in other positions and uh, can coach coaches as well as players and make sure it's all tied together uh, extremely well. Our next question is from Josh Newman. Good morning, John. How are you? Good, Josh. How are you? <clears throat> Good. Thank you. Um, you know, since you left Rutgers, you know, you had been at multiple spots in the NFL. Um, you know, why now, going back to the college game, and just what was appealing when you were trying to make this decision, whether or not to, you know, to leave the pro game? Well, you know, that's a good question. I, I think at some point, um, you know, it's been nine years since I left. Like I had been six years in the league and then five here and then nine. Um, part of it has to do, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I want to get back to uh, leading the group. I mean, I think that's what you miss. I mean, you miss calling plays, but that's 12 14, 15 times a year, you know, Saturdays a year. But in terms of the leadership role, uh, the motivation, the encouragement, the kick in the rear end, whatever it may be to the entire group rather than just your position group to um, lead the staff and make it a, a place where everybody's comfortable to express their opinions and, and then be the one who ultimately, you know, makes a decision, obviously, along with the head coach. Um you know, being back in that role was something I think I missed. And I thought that 
you know, I thought I had a little more to offer than, you know, dev- devise the run game and the red zone pass game and sit the, you know, coach five, six guys. And, you know, I mean, it's not all you do is coach your guys, but I thought that I kind of missed doing that. Uh, I've had some opportunities at the pro level that were blocked because of, you know, contract deal, being under contract as an assistant at other places. And, you know, so you, you get a number of years down the road and figure, okay, if this opportunity works out, this is something I really want to do. I get back in that role. To be honest with you, I don't look at a whole lot of – 15 years in the NFL, and now this will be 13 in college. It's coaching to me. I don't need to wear the gear around the mall and all that stuff and be the pro guy. I, I, I just – I like more the, the day-to-day interaction and being able to be involved in more players, with more players' lives, and the, the relationships I built when I was here the first time. Uh, are still very important to me, and um, so all of those things played played a role. My wife is from South Jersey, and my kids were born here. Uh, three of four kids were born here, so you know that played a role as well. Thanks, Tom. Sure. Hey, Bob, Bobby Darrow with our next question. Hey, guys. Uh, my question is for Coach Ash. Uh, was there anything different this time around in the coaching search, and what was the final factors that really made you decide on John as being the guy? Uh, you know, there wasn't anything that was completely different in, uh, in the search. Um, you know, the criteria that, that I wanted, uh, a lot of it was the same. Uh, you know, probably the one thing that was different was I really wanted to make sure that we had a, a guy that had uh, extensive um, experience coaching the quarterbacks. That was probably the one thing that was different. But in terms of the ability to lead and motivate and uh, uh, tie the offense together and, and really um, – create an offense that uh, is aligned with what I want in the program, that, that wasn't any different at all. And uh, like I mentioned before, the things that really kind of tipped it over uh, for me that I thought John was the perfect fit for uh, our program uh, uh, was his knowledge of the quarterback position, other positions, the familiarity with Rutgers that he's been here, uh, all the people that I talked to that uh, have worked with John at various stops either at Rutgers or other places in the NFL, knowing that, that his personality would be a good fit for, for my personality, uh, would be able to have a good working relationship. Those are the things that really uh, put it over the top as much as, as any. There wasn't one factor that said, hey, this, is, this was it. Uh, there were a number of things that kept pointing to, to John being uh, a good fit, the right guy, and uh, at the right time for what we need here in this program. Our next question comes from Tom Canavan. Tom, are you there? We'll go to James Cratch. Hey, John, congratulations. Thanks, James. I guess my my question for you would be, you know, Josh alluded to this, you know, coming back. How much has the college game, from what you've seen so far, has changed? And, I mean, how are you? I assume recruiting is very different from when you were here, at, you know, ten years ago. And I guess, how do you jump into that, having been out of the college game for a while? Well, there's uh, plenty of people here, you know, to help out with that in terms of pointing you in the right direction. I think it's it's um, it appears to have changed in terms of you know the social media aspect and some other things. It's also changed as far as you know there are people, multiple people involved with getting it organized. And it, I mean, I've been here two days, but I can tell that this is at a highly organized level of uh, recruiting. And so, uh, and I think 
other guys. You know, that's what it seems to me. And so, in the end, <clears throat> I think it'll be uh, like it was before, like why Tom Savage chose his place over Georgia, why D.C. Jefferson chose his place over LSU, and only ended up being a tight end, was that uh, this is a legitimate pro offense. And so, it will, it will uh, prepare you to play at the next level. Now, there's a lot of the, the college elements are all built in, I, definitely. But I'm just saying... I've sat at the combine and interviewed uh, quarterbacks, receivers, and, and tight ends. They'll all tell you, Coach, I have no idea. I'm just being honest with you. We just lined up and ran the place. I mean, quarterbacks that didn't look at fronts, didn't look at coverages, took the snap through. I'm talking about high-level Heisman quarterbacks. So uh, I think that's a disservice, and I think that we can uh, honestly look a, a kid in the eye. Yeah, we need to win. I, I got it. But we can prepare them at all these positions to go and play at the next level. And the guys that were serious about football that recruited before are still at heart the same people uh, that when you tell them, hey, listen, here's what we can do for you. We know what you can do for us. And I think that parents and kids understand that. And um, there are plenty of examples to point at of guys we did that for before. So if they're serious about football, then I think this becomes a more attractive option because it will be better for them in the long run in their career. <clears throat> we'll take our next question from Tom Canavan. Hi, John. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Very good. This isn't kind of like the first question, but when you come in as an offensive coordinator, are you bringing in a plan, or have you sat down with Chris and said, "How much? what do you want me to run, or... Are you going to look at the film and say, I'm going to come up with something that fits this team, or is it a combination of everything? Well, I think it's a combination, uh, Tom. We, we, you know, when we got together uh, at first, we looked at some of the things that I thought you know, I, I had in mind for, for what I had kind of envisioned, and then I think it was in line with what, what Chris had in mind, and then there was a lot of back and forth about what about this, what about that, and that certainly... You know, I'm as flexible as, as anyone. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to go uh, be successful. So I think it, you know, it seems to me that we, I think we both have the same uh, vision of what the end product will be. I think there'll be some tweaking along the way, uh, which, uh, you know, especially coming from a, a defensive coach to get um, some feedback as to, well, this is really a problem. This really isn't a problem. You know, that type of thing really helps. But, you know, ultimately, I think we both, uh, and I don't want to speak for Coach, I think we both have the same uh, vision in mind for, for where we want to go with it. Uh, and we kind of started at the same place. That we're, this is a, this could be a successful offense uh, in college. And, and then there's been a lot of great, you know, back and forth. Obviously, we just got started. But I think there's going to be a lot of really good back and forth as we go uh, to continue to tweak and develop it. We'll take our next question from Griffin Whitmer. I have a uh, question for Coach McNulty. First of all, congratulations. Thanks. Uh, just wondering, have you had a chance to watch any of the film from Rutgers last year, the last two seasons? Have you identified any areas that you know you can look to make an immediate improvement or emphasis on? Well, I think you know, I really, uh, I watch it for more you know personnel evaluation and just uh, and I, that's what I'm spending a lot of this week doing is, is getting to know these guys and, and what's important to them. 
uh, and trying to get a feel for what their skill set is and what roles they can play in the offense. Like I told them today, I don't. It could be eleven guys that play on Saturday. It could be twenty-five. But if there's something you can do to help us win, we'll put you in there and and let you uh, do it to help us win. And we're going to find a role. They're all here. They're all dressed. If they can do something, we're going to find it um, for them to help us win. And so, um, you know, I, I think that there's a. Uh, I think the general theme, and I'm, I'm going as much off you guys, okay, it's got, you know, just researching the program, but I think the general theme is, you know, developing a quarterback sooner than later that we feel good about and that can, uh, and developing a vertical, more of a vertical threat passing game and push the ball down the field. And so, you know, that, that's always what I've believed in. I believe it all comes off the run game first. But I think that, you know, the, the, the era of 15, 16, 14 play drives, you may get one or two of them in a game, but you're not going to score enough. And the, the ball has to go down the field. And uh, you have to create chunk plays. You have to challenge DBs down the field and to give yourself a chance to advance and score. And so I think that's where, you know, you also have to be able to do it. <laughs> so, but, but I think that's what, what the emphasis to me will be, is to be, be aggressive and try to push push the ball down the field and try to create chunk plays as best we can. <clears throat> we'll take our next question from Brian Fonseca. Brian, you there? Okay, no Brian. So we'll just open it up for a couple more questions if anyone has um, Chris, it's Sarge again. Um, I'm assuming you always get uh, good uh, recommendations from a- any candidate that applies, but was this one different? I, I know Mike uh, Thiel had, you know, had, had strongly endorsed uh, coach, uh, um, coach and um, you know, two other uh, former alumni as well. Was uh, the recommendations for former Rutgers letter winners, did, did that make an impact you know, in, in, you know, throughout the search? Uh, you know, anytime you have a job open at, at, at any level, uh, your phone rings off the hook uh, for people wanting a job or people recommending uh, others. And uh, with John, there was a long list of, of people that either called on his behalf or I called uh, trying to uh, do my due diligence on him. Uh, there were former players that uh, had called and, and strongly endorsed uh, John. There were coaches that had been here at Rutgers that uh, I talked through this strongly and endorsed John. There were mutual friends and uh, people that I've worked with that John's worked with uh, in the NFL uh, that strongly endorsed John. So there were a lot of people from a lot of different areas. But there were former players that, uh, that played for, for John here at Rutgers that did call and uh, give me their input um, on what it was like to play for him, uh, be recruited by him, and um, you know those sort of things. But uh, yeah, there were a long list of people that called on his behalf. Uh, Chris, there's probably no, uh, no real way to answer this, but uh, I, I saw in the contract there's not exactly a buyout or anything uh, to, to stop uh, Coach McNulty from leaving after one year. Are you confident the revolving door um, as far as uh, you know, a one-and-done coordinator just uh, ceases with John? Ask your question one more time, Pete. Are you confident that the revolving, door, so the revolving door, for lack of a better word, of, of one-year office of coordinators stops with John? Um, that, that he's here for the long haul? Uh, I don't think in this profession you can never guarantee anything. Uh, sure. um, 
So what, what I what I uh, what I can can guarantee is that uh, if John's here one year or ten years, I can guarantee you he's going to give us all that he's got, and he's going to make us better. Uh, uh, and at the end of the day, that's what's really important. Do I want a guy you know that's here for multiple years? Yeah, but you want a guy that's here for multiple years doing a great job. And uh, however long John is here. Um, um, He's going to do a great job. He's going to make us better. He's going to make our players better. He's going to build an identity on offense. Uh, but there's nothing guaranteed in this profession. I don't care who you are, where you're at. Uh, there's a lot of things that go into it. John, John how would you answer that question? I, is this a de- destination job for you? Um, I know you're a PA guy. Yeah, I obviously spent a lot of time at Rutgers. Um, is this you know, the, the, the type of job that you really want to settle in on? Yeah, I, I mean, listen... You know, I could have stayed out there with the Chargers that we were within a, obviously, well-documented a field goal kicker away from having a bye, never mind making the playoffs. But And I think that the team would just get stronger. But So to leave it, you know, left a good situation because, like I said, this is a place that's always been special for me. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of relish the opportunity to come back here. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I've got four kids, so, you know, like I, if you look at my resume, I could open a moving company by now. I mean, it's just how the business goes, and you get tired of doing it after a while. Uh, so, I'm certainly not looking to move uh, uh, anytime soon, to put it that way. You know, I, I mean, and, and, and this place is a place that's special to me. I have a connection here, and, you know, that's not something that I'm uh, even thinking about, to be honest with you. <laughs> hey, John, we had it Congratulations. I just wanted to, do you recognize the place and what do you think of the upgrades? Uh, I think, I mean, I think there's a lot of energy here. Um, uh, obviously, you know, coming from Pat Hobbs and coming from Chris and um, excitement for the vision of, you know, the, the physical projects that are going on and the changes uh, from the practice fields and now with the, you know, the locker room and some of the things downstairs, the weight room was outstanding. Uh, the, the recruiting lounge wasn't even here when I was here last. And, and so there's a, there's a lot of things that are in place and coming to be in place um, that are, uh, you know, really impressive. But more than that, I think it's just it, just the two days here and the number of players that have been in my office and kind of the excitement and a little buzz uh, that they have for starting this new season. Um, you know, that tells you a lot about, I think where the where the program is headed. You know, I think I got more energy. You know, I like the buildings and all that, but I think I think the real energy came from the players and their response and their excitement to get this thing going. <clears throat> we'll take we'll take two final questions, Tom. I think you had one, and maybe Bobby. Yeah, John, were you actively looking to leave San Diego? I mean, San Diego, L.A. Or did uh, Chris's call pique your interest? No, I mean, I, I obviously, you know, it's, you know, nobody makes any moves in coaching. You don't find out what happened, you know, that Jerry decided to step away. And um, so, you know, some people had called me and said, hey, was this something you'd be interested in? You know, and so, no, I was not looking. I figured, you know, we finished a somewhat successful season. I think we were in the process of really we changed some, some things out there. Um, you know, I know culture is overused, but culture-wise in L.A., and I thought we were off to the races really uh, in good direction. I was excited about, you know, the next season. And so, uh, but, you know, opportunities arise, and they're pretty valuable when they arise. And, and so the more I uh, looked at it and got involved with it, and the more, you know, really 
more importantly, the more I spent time talking to and meeting with Chris, I realized that this is, uh, you know, a great opportunity, one that, you know, it, it, yeah, it'd be nice to go back to the Chargers. But like I said, I, you know, at some point, you want to do more and um, and compete at this level in the Big Ten, which is another place that's kind of special to me. And so, uh, you know, I just thought it was too good an opportunity to, to not, you know, try to pursue. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Coach, yeah, Bobby, Bobby um, I just had a, uh, a question about the defensive line coaching search. Do you foresee that one wrapping up anytime soon? Yeah, we're in the middle of that search uh, right now. I've met with several individuals about the D-line position. Um, you know, I don't have a set timetable on uh, when we're going to complete it. It's kind of like the search with God. It's got to feel right, be right, be the right fit. And uh, when we get to that point, then I'll make a hire. But I've talked to a lot of outstanding candidates and um, feel like we'll have somebody in place before too much longer. But, uh, you know, with the way recruiting is now, with, with the early signing date and everything like that, I, I don't feel like I'm in a, a panic or a rush to do something just to get recruiting done. I just want to make sure it's the right fit, the right guy, and uh, it's good for our players. Thank you. Thanks, Coach Ash. Thanks, Coach McNulty. Yep. Uh, thank, thank you, you everyone, for joining the call. Thanks, guys.